This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, Hour 3. Hello, America. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. Glad to have you with me across the nation from my rainy flagship studio, WSB in Atlanta, Georgia. It is thundering and lightning outside. My kids would love, my kids, did your kids go through this where they were little, they were scared to death of storms and they were like, oh, I want to go watch the storm. That totally my kids in any event. The phone number, 877 877- Nine seven three seven four two five. If you want to be on the program, as promised, I'm not going to leave these guys waiting. Steve, I'm going to go to you first. Welcome. Hey, hey Steve. Eric, how are you? Good. How are you? Okay. Well, thank you so much for bringing up the topic of um, because of the illicit border crossings, the fentanyl nightmare. Now that has obviously escalated along with the other tragedies, the child trafficking and all that, which are part of it. Mm -hmm. So to me, right after the Afghanistan impeachment articles that should have been filed, this should have been filed as an impeachable offense because the Biden regime has not uh, performed their duties under the Constitution to uphold the Constitution and to protect our country, thus resulting in hundreds of thousands of dead people. Now, if you really wanted to be hardcore, you could even make the claim that while in office, not before, when they're talking about these defense of this uh, financial crimes, but these happened in office. So that defense, that argument goes away. These were committed in office. Hundreds of thousands of people are now dead because of Biden's inaction or encouragement. The only thing else he could do, I think, would be to put a moving sidewalk from one side of the Rio Grande to another, passing out the lemonade and the Happy Meals during the crossing. <laughs> well, yeah, but, I mean, it would have to be the government lemonade stand because if little kids did it, they'd go shut them down and tax them. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, listen, th- this is an impeachable offense to me. You, you as president, as commander-in-chief of the military, uh, as the chief executive of this nation, you are commanded to protect and defend this nation. And Biden has overseen an invasion of the United States and then uh, sued governors who were trying trying to block the invasion. This actually is, I think, the impeachable offense. But they're going to go after this other stuff, um, and the media will largely ignore it. Um, This is why I think you should have gone after Mayorkas for the border, actually, because the Democrats are already in this very difficult political position when it comes to the border. I mean, you got Eric Adams in New York now melting down over it. It would have been a brilliant 
uh, political play to impeach Mayorkas and tell the Democrats, put up or shut up. It, it actually would have been a very interesting um, path forward for the GOP had they been willing to do that, but they were not. All right, uh, Bob, you're going to be up next. Welcome to the show, Bob. Hey, Eric. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, Hi there. You're from Chickamauga. Hey, I was driving along a couple of weeks ago, and the news flash came on, or not, you know, the news break came on, and they started talking about this is when they announced the Narcan. Uh, price. So they set the price at somewhere around $50. And quite frankly, I, I turned the radio off to drive in silence and think for a minute. I couldn't believe they'd done something like this, thinking to myself, how in the world are the people who actually need to carry this life-saving drug around going to actually get it or keep it? They won't. The people who need it the most are not going to shell out $50. Mm-hmm. Further thinking brought me to the realization that we didn't start this fire. The greedy Sacklers and other big pharma entities started this and, and made bank on it. And our FDA, sleep at the switch or however you bought off, however you want to look at that, helped, they managed to feed the fire. So now we end up with, with the situation we're in now. And yes, I'm one of those people who continues to mourn the loss of the son of a very fine couple that I know. He was a good kid. He just, he just screwed up. Mm-hmm. And anyway, I'm thinking, wait a minute, we didn't start this fire, and they want to charge us 50 bucks a piece for a shovel to help put it out. The people that should be paying for Narcan, as a matter of fact, every citizen in this country should be given a, a, a dose of Narcan free of charge, paid for by the mighty Sacklers, the other big pharma companies, the Walgreens, the CVS, even Kroger, who just shelled out, what was it, $1.4, $1.5 billion for their part in, in helping feed this fire. And by the way, along with this, every time a dose of that gets used, it should be replaced to that citizen free of charge, footed by the big pharma. Yeah, well, I mean, I it's, a, it's a crude and simple uh, you know, approach. But I kept waiting for somebody to, to mention that, and for two weeks, no one said anything. I, I'm, that's, that's all I got. Thank well, you. look, oh, no, way, I, I so appreciate it a ton. Um, thank you, Bob, very much for that. Uh, and, yeah, the Sacklers, I think some of them are going to wind up going to jail, I, I think. Um, it just it, – it's it's a bad situation, and government policies made it worse. You know, there actually is uh, some data out there though that when you make Narcan readily available, it um, makes people uh, less uh, less prone to wonder about using fentanyl and other drugs. Like people who are have those tendencies, people who are tempted, they're like, well, I, I got Narcan, I'm going to give it a try. Um, so you got to be it's, – it's a more complicated public issue than I think a lot of people wish to, to recognize or, or think about that when – and particularly we're seeing this in San Francisco, we're seeing this in Denver and the like. When Narcan is readily available, the percentage of drug users in the area go up. It attracts drug users to those areas thinking, I'm addicted, uh, but I'm going to go somewhere where Narcan is readily available uh, just in case something happens. And those areas, it's it's a messy problem. But you know what should be simple is secure the border, shut down the fentanyl supply across the across the border, securing the border. Chip Roy, good friend of mine, congressman from Texas, uh, has told me, and there have been subsequent media reports about this, how the coyotes that work for the cartels, 
They are paid to bring people across the border. And what they will often do, these people pay a lot of money to be smuggled across the border. And what the cartel coyotes will do is they'll send those people across the border into an area where they know the border patrol is. It ties up the border patrol. These people who paid the money to get across the border are then captured by border patrol. Meanwhile, border patrol is distracted and the real people the coyotes want to send across the border, the drug runners, are able to get across the border and oftentimes will shoot up flares or fire shots that the border patrol can hear and they disappear into the night. Now you get the Chinese military and spies and Russians working with the cartels coming across the border like that. They send the the poor hapless Guatemalan into the hands of the border patrol and allow the military agent from China to sneak into the U.S. I'm convinced there are rogue sleeper shells cells in this country. If you want my conspiracy theory, and I don't think it is given the data we have thus far, that there are probably Chinese and Russian nationals in this country working to sabotage our infrastructure from the inside who sneaked across the border, probably with the help of the cartels. This is a national security issue, and Joe Biden has been asleep at the switch, and that's why he should be impeached. Now, back to the phones. Al, you're going to be up next. Welcome to the show. Hey, Eric. How you doing today? Good. How are you? Hey, it's a rainy day. Yep, sure is. So I wanted to ask, would Hunter Biden really be basically a stepping stone to get to Joe Biden after the presidency or like after his term? Um, I think they're trying to go through Hunter Biden to expose Joe Biden's corruption as an issue for the 2024 campaign by showing people Joe Biden's not who you think he is. The, the media, for example, for the last four years has been talking about the the Trump crime family. That's what some of the media call it. Uh, that that jo- Donald Trump, Donald Trump Jr., Eric Trump, Ivanka Trump, Jared Kushner, they're all super corrupt people. We need to expose their corruption. And Republicans are like, uh, have you all paid attention to what Hunter Biden's laptop said, what his text messages said, what his WhatsApp said, uh, what his email said about Joe Biden and corruption? We need to focus on this. There is a level of play- payback. But on the Hunter Biden stuff, dude is guilty. He should have taken the plea. He was going to take the plea, except he wanted the plea to preclude future prosecutions for other things, and and they weren't going to do that. And the judge rejected it. It's uh, I, y'all. There is real corruption within the Biden family. I mean, what's so funny to me is yesterday CNN ran a fact check about Kevin McCarthy's statements. And, and admitted that there was real evidence that members of the Biden family uh, had money given to them from these foreign entities. They admitted that. But they said, there's no it's, – it's wrong to say this is tied to Joe Biden. So every member of the Biden family profited from Hunter Biden's business dealings except Joe, really? When we got the, the phone records, we've got the interviews, we've got the emails, we've got the text messages showing Hunter Biden wanted to give kickbacks to his dad. And we're supposed to believe none of it was true. The Biden crime family. The Republicans want to expose it. If anything, the danger of the Hunter Biden prosecution is it precludes the GOP from being able to do a deep dive. Now, they say they can, that the House can investigate concurrent to the special prosecutor, but historically, this hasn't worked out well for anybody. It hadn't worked out well because the the prosecutor doesn't want people to testify before Congress and blow up cases, and so he moves slow. That could undermine the GOP. But y'all, 
I believe it's probably time for the GOP to have this fight. I, I, I think it's probably time for the Republican Party to to dive into this to see what's there. Uh, and I suspect there is a there there. I, it, it is worth it to me, in my mind, for the GOP to begin to engage these issues. I, 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 it just, it makes sense to me. I'm a skeptic of everything everybody in Washington says, Republican and Democrat alike, and, and the too good to be true stuff. But the reality is there's, there's a lot of there there. There's a whole lot of there there. There are too many coincidences, too many references to the big guy, too many statements from third parties, too many statements from Biden's fr- from um from from Hunter Biden's friends. I think it's time to engage the issue. I think it's time to explore. I think it's time for the GOP to start the subpoenas and begin the process and run it concurrent to David Weiss and see what's there cuz I think we're going to find something. By now, I suppose you have heard that uh, mummified alien corpses have been discovered in Mexico and have been revealed and shown. They kind of look like Yoda or E.T. Uh, I'm color me skeptical. This scientist who discovered them has um, discovered them in the past and, and they haven't been real then either. They They were not real things, but. It certainly has gotten people buzzing. You know, I I, I go back to what uh, earlier this year I had Michael Youssef. He's the senior pastor of Church of the Apostles in Atlanta. Had was on the program uh, talking about an event he was doing, and noted that when the the when Scripture talks about birth pangs of the end times, that um you know that th- those those um birth pangs they they come ever more rapidly over time. The contractions. And man, it just seems like we are like picking up pace with like insanity in the world today and more uh, the pandemics and the droughts, the earthquakes, the volcanoes, the, the the crazy cultural stuff that's happening. I mean, like drag queen Soraya Sherrod Brown is the senator from Ohio. He has been exposed today as trying to find a couple million dollars to fund a, a drag queen event for children in Ohio. A couple million dollars for a drag. How many millions do the drag queens need to proselytize to your kids? I don't know. There there just seems to be a, a, a faster and faster pace ever towards uh, insanity uh, run amok around the globe. You got China now surrounding Taiwan, 140 warplanes and 50 warships encircling the island in a show of force as Elon Musk is exposed as carrying water for the communist Chinese, it seems. He gave an interview where he says Twitter's got to be careful what it does. He's the only uh, global company to have signed the communist socialist pledge for China to align the values of Tesla to the values of China, and yet you got people on the right who are embracing this guy. Um, there's just something weird going on. And there's also a level of anger. So so I wrote this piece this morning. I hope you'll go read it. If, if you text data to 33777, you can go read it. Um, don't want to get into a ton of it here, but it was basically on stop thinking you got to control the government to change the world. Stop thinking you got to control the government to to do some of the things you want. Just go do them. Uh, and it was tied into my earlier monologue I had on Apple. Apple just went out and did this stuff. They didn't try to take over the government to do it. They just did it. And we're going, oh, we, we can't abandon politics. We can't abandon politics. If we abandon politics. Um, uh, we're going to let the other side win. Um, uh, not necessarily. 
We forget that our side can't win on its own. We have to have the independent voters, the moderate voters. The other side forgets that too. The other side really has concluded there are more of them than there are of us. If they just show up in force, they win. But that's not really true because the independent voters are the ultimate arbiter. And when one side goes insane, the other side benefits. And right now the left is going insane and all we have to do is not be crazy. You just don't need to be crazy. You need to be happy. Now, the other thing is part of the problem is the unionization efforts in the country. And and there are a lot of people, particularly blue-collar workers and others, who are kind of looking at this and being enamored by it. But the United Auto Workers, now that UPS strike has has, uh, been resolved and they didn't go strike, the auto workers are thinking they may go strike tonight. This could happen tonight, shutting down Detroit, shutting down um, what is Stellantis, which is Chrysler, shutting down GM, shutting down Ford. If they do that, it would wreak economic havoc because of the spillover effects. There are a lot of spillover effects, and those spillover effects would damage other companies, non-union companies. This big push, what it is now, is is um, the National Labor Relations Board and the Biden administration have emboldened labor unions, and they're making some decisions to strike to get more, probably more than they should get. And the deadline is tonight. This could happen, and it would be bad, and it would wreck the economy. And even the Biden administration is starting to get nervous that the strike might happen, let alone the, the strikes in Hollywood. So I want to talk about the, the strike phenomenon, the, the growing movement of unionization in the country, because it will have real-world impacts on all of us. Uh, I want to talk about that when we come back. But right now, I need to tell you, nationwide, wherever you are, if you need a computer for your home or your office, a laptop or a desktop, if you need computers for your business – Reach out to Vision Computers. Let them build the computers for you so you're getting what you actually need and want, not just the one-size-fits-all that you're going to get somewhere else. They work with you on the phone. You explain your needs, what your business is. They design the computers for you. They work on a great price for you, and then they service them. So your employees, your kids, yourself, you can call Vision's number. They actually answer the phone. They don't put you on wait hold. They actually answer the phone. They can diagnose your computer over the phone. They can help you with it. They can remote in many cases to fix the computer. You don't have to bring it to them. They save you money in the process. They give you great tech support. If you don't even have a Vision Computer computer, you can let Vision Computer be your tech support for a small annual fee, and they'll treat you the same way. What you do is call them, 404-COMPUTE. Ask about the Eric Erickson special. They'll save you some money. 404-COMPUTE. You can go to visioncomputers.com, visioncomputers.com, or call them, 404-COMPUTE. Tell them you want the Eric Erickson special. You'll save even more money. Visioncomputers.com or 404-COMPUTE nationwide. Welcome, it's Eric Erickson here across the nation. Let, let's let's do a, a seventy thousand foot look down and and zoom in over time on what's happening with with labor relations in the country. Joe Biden implemented economic policies in this country that have uh, jacked up inflation, caused economic chaos, caused the cost of living to go up, caused real world wages to go down. And that chaos, and there are a lot of people who will be convinced, oh, this was this was intentional, this was by design. I'm in the camp that says it wasn't. It was foreseeable. It was predictable. If you know anything about economics, 
Uh, you knew this was going to happen, but the Biden team, the, this entire administration is run by people who came from the nonprofit academic world who have never run businesses and written paychecks. They really thought they could get away with this and there would be no economic calamity, but there was. In the process, you have a labor National Labor Relations Board that has skewed very hard left, and you have younger aggressive leaders of unions. So Joe Biden created a crisis, not by design, but incompetence. But the other progressives are like, well, hey, we're not going to let this crisis go to waste. Let's go on strike. Let's unionize. Unions have been battered pretty greatly over the past number of years. But there is a populist element on the right now that has become pro-union, led by J.D. Vance and others who were Democrats. Now they're they're on the right, but they have a lot of their same Democratic sensibilities. So, you know, I, I, I live in the South and a lot of Republicans – in state legislatures uh, used to be Democrats. They have had D's next to their name. Now they got R's next to their name. Their thinking didn't change when they changed the letter. They're the same. It's like I, I think to some degree J.D. Vance has always been more of a, a uh, Democrat-leaning populist with a lot of his social values, pro-unionization and the like. He's just got an R next to his name now, but his brain didn't change. It's still there. And there are some populists on the right who are like, oh, yeah, union's not bad. No, no, the unions are bad. The unions will raise prices and while they may be good for their employees because they get uh, extracted demands from businesses, you get the costs. Inefficiencies go up in business. That drives up further costs in addition to the labor wage rate, and it's not good. Uh, free market capitalism and deunionization in the private sector in this country has been good. Uh, the automakers in this country that were so heavily unionized got outcompeted by Japanese companies that were non-unionized and set up shop in, in right-to-work states and kicked the union's butts and, and kicked American uh, car companies' butts. Well, in Hollywood, the writers are striking and the actors are striking. Bill Maher of Real Time on HBO has announced he's coming back without writers. Drew Barrymore did the same thing with her TV show. She got picketed and called a scab by uh, writers striking. She's not going to use writers. Bill Maher's not going to use writers. Uh, a lot of people are, are standing by, and, and the writers have some legit concerns in Hollywood. One of those is they don't want to be replaced by AI, and they don't want their works to be fed into machines so that machines can generate iterative content. They want to be protected from that. And that's a legitimate concern. And, and I think they're right to, to say they don't want that and to fight for it. They also want to be paid certain wages, whether they write or not. They, they expect a guaranteed incomes, whether they, they're good or not. And like Bill Maher saying, this is a little bit ridiculous. Uh, you, you sink or swim. We're not going to give you a whole bunch of money, even though you suck as a writer. That's a, a dumb one. Some of their their concerns are dumb. Uh, actors are also concerned about artificial intelligence and the use of CGI created actors replacing actors. That is a legitimate concern. They're putting them out of work. On the car manufacturer side, the United Auto Workers are looking at unionizing there, and some of their demands are rather absurd. The White House is having to monitor this one because the United Auto Workers. I've had very acrimonious relations. They're threatening to strike at midnight tonight if they don't get their way. And some of the things that they want seem reasonable, but a lot of what they want is overplayed. And they have a sympathetic public at a time when cost of living is going up, but it's a little bit 
much. So they want to get paid to work 40 hours a week, but they want to only actually work 32 hours a week. They want to get pay raises well above the national average, which there's no harm in trying to get more money. But uh, this bright line demand of we want to get paid for 40 hours without working 40 hours is, is not going to go over well. It, if they go on strike, and I kind of hope they do, I, I just I want to be honest on the politics of this. This, this would hurt friends of mine. This would hurt a lot of businesses if they went on strike. It would be so damaging to Biden and the economy. And while I don't want the economy to suffer, I mean, Joe Biden has been fueling this. And, I mean, Joe Biden should get the just desserts of what he wants. He's been emboldening the unions to do this. It would cause economic havoc. Uh, give Joe Biden what he wants and make him choke on it. If the So a buddy of mine who actually would sadly – have fallout from this says that the UAW strike would impact more than just the the three automakers. Says I work for a tier two supplier, OEM Detroit uh, three, they're tier one. Then you go to tier two supplier, sixty percent of my plant would be offline. We have several plants with over eighty percent Detroit three. One is a hundred percent layoffs would ripple through the supply chain. The tier one that I supply is over 60% Detroit 3 across the U.S. operations. I've got suppliers who are in tier three who'd be affected, like chemical manufacturers, plastic manufacturers, cloth and wire makers. The UAW can strike as few as 30,000 workers at about a dozen key Detroit 3-owned supply plants tonight, but hundreds of thousands of union and non-union workers would be laid off across the U.S., Canada, and Mexico by Monday afternoon, and they'd have to go on unemployment because they're not striking. All of this so UAW workers can get pay raises above the national average, define pension benefits, and get paid for 40 hours of work but only have 32 hours of work a week. Um, Joe Biden is going to have to deal with this. There are political ramifications, and there could be a government shutdown coming. Biden, at the same time, has been helping the auto industry moved to clean energy technology. This is from the Washington Post. The UAW has specifically chided the administration for facilitating billions of dollars in tax incentives and loans for automakers without requiring them to share the benefits with union labor. The UAW's President Fain, his harsh comments about Biden's approach to the EV transition earlier this year created tension with the White House, which did not know the upstart union leader well before his March election, according to a senior administration official. But Biden invited him for a half-hour meeting in the Oval Office this summer. Relations have improved, the official said. Biden, who sought unsuccessfully to include certain pro-union provisions in the Inflation Reduction Act, has publicly urged the car makers and electric battery companies to hire union workers and pay them a fair wage. But it's not clear how much power the president has to force the two sides into an agreement, as he did with railroad workers. The White House's intervention in the rail dispute angered a lot of union allies. Uh, Y'all, if they go to strike tonight at 11.59 p.m., by Monday there will be big layoffs at other companies. Non-union workers will be laid off. They will have to go on unemployment. That will begin the destabilization of the economy. All of this is foreseeable. All of this has to do with the UPS strike that didn't happen. See, the UPS strike 
the SEIU and others that they, they they went on strike and or threatened to go on strike. They got what they wanted from UPS on their way to trying to get Amazon as a as a, organizing Amazon. It was the Teamsters, not SEIU. The Teamsters got it. And the UAW is looking at what the Teamsters got, and they're like, well, now's our turn. The problem is that, have you tried to go buy a car? So my buddy Jim Hardman, I, I've started doing an ad on my local station uh, on WSB, on, on my flagship station. Uh, Jim Hardman, he's, got, he's the oldest still operating GMC dealer in the state of Georgia. And he was talking to me about their supply constraints right now. Like they are, they are constrained in their supply of vehicles. They're focusing on service because every GM dealer in the country, every Ford dealer in the country, every Chrysler Dodge dealer in the country is struggling still with supply chain issues and with uh, the ability to get cars out there. And interest rates are high now. There's greater now defaults on car loan payments than there have been in the last 10 years. Uh, defaults are going up on those. We're starting to have like this economically unsettling time within uh, the auto industry because used car prices were so high for so long during COVID. In fact, we wound up buying our, our, our kid turned 16. Uh, we wanted to get her a car. We wound up going with a Hyundai with a with a Telluride or Kia rather Kia Telluride, and we were going to buy a used car. And I realize I know this sounds pretentious, and I don't mean it to be. We needed a third car in our house. We we needed our daughter to be able to run errands when I'm out of town and my wife is unwell. Uh, we needed her to be able to. We wanted her to have a car that she was comfortable with and one she could take to college eventually. So we went with the Kia. They got a they got a hundred thousand mile warranty. She'll have this car through college. The used car prices were, in some cases, more expensive than the new car. And if for the particular car that we got, the used car prices were within five to $10,000 of the car. I'm like, I might as well buy her a new car because used car prices are so out of whack. It was absurd. Like, I did not want to buy my kid. I do not want – I never had a new car until I got a, a job in, in TV. And had TV money. It's like, I'm going to buy myself a new car to celebrate. Dave Ramsey, like, would roll over his grave if he were dead. I saw him yesterday, by the way, and I didn't tell him I had a new car. I was afraid he would have whacked me upside the head and called me an idiot in front of people. But nonetheless, didn't want to buy the kid a new car. But the, the used car prices were absurd, obscene. We're still dealing with the supply and inventory problems. I was by a local Toyota dealership the other day near my house, and they've got more used American-made cars from like Ford, GM, and, and Dodge on their lot than they do Toyotas. They're, they're more into selling used cars now because the supply chain issues. So now you go on strike. You've already got the supply chain issues with the automakers. You've already got the problems with the Detroit 3. You've got the, the cascading effects into Tier 2, Tier 3 supply chain services for these companies. There's going to be a lot of economic carnage. If this happens and the unions don't care because they feel emboldened to take advantage of a crisis, Joe Biden's incompetence caused. It's not going to end well for anyone, but you know who else? It's not going to end well for Joe Biden. Joe Biden wanted this sort of stuff. He wanted to embolden the unions. And now he has. And the consequences might come. Delinquencies on auto loans, credit cards, and consumer loans are at the highest in a decade. It's amazing. Here we come. Recession, if this happens, and Biden can't stop it, 
because he emboldened these people. He caught that tiger by the tail, and he cannot let go of it. Give him what he wants. Let him choke on it. Sadly, we'll have economic calamity for all of us, but at least it might reawaken the American public as to why Bidenomics is such a disaster, and we can pivot and move away. Now, I want you to move away from your existing cell phone gear and go to Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is a Christian conservative company and a cell phone provider, and they want your business. They give you guaranteed great service using the same cell towers you're probably already using. PatriotMobile.com slash Eric. PatriotMobile.com slash Eric. That's where you need to go, or you can call them at 972-PATRIOT. They have 100% U.S.-based customer service. So if you call Patriot Mobile, you're talking to someone in the U.S. Not only are you talking to someone in the U.S., they're going to give you great discounts, free activation with my name. Tell them I sent you. You get free activation, then you get discounts. You're a veteran, a first responder, an NRA member, a teacher. you got a lot of lines because you got a lot of kids and they all need cell phones. Patriot Mobile can save you some money. And then as they grow their profits, they contribute their profits to the causes you care about. The Second Amendment, the pro-life community, conservative parents, battling woke school board members, been so successful at that, the left is attacking them. PatriotMobile.com slash Eric. Go check out their coverage map. If you want to see how good the 5G, the data, the voice is where you live, put in your address. It zooms right to your house. It shows you. Put in your office. Everywhere you go, you can see they have great service. Their map is highly detailed. PatriotMobile.com slash Eric or 972-PATRIOT. Do business with a company that shares your values and cares about, well, all the stuff you care about, too. Hello, welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number, it's too late for you to have it. (laughs) Uh, Force of habit. Force of habit there. So, the census has kind of exposed the problem with Bidenomics. I've made this point a couple of times, and it's worth repeating. Barack Obama refused to embrace the term Obamacare until multiple years into Obamacare. When the polling shifted, remember, Obamacare was one of the very few policy issues where the public never, ever supported it. I mean, there was no poll, even from Democrats, that showed the public wanted Obamacare. But about four years into Obamacare, the public might have wanted changes, but they didn't want to get rid of it, and he embraced the idea of Obamacare. Joe Biden immediately went out and embraced the idea of Bidenomics. He, he, he claimed Bidenomics. He, he embraced the idea of it. He has touted Bidenomics. He has tied it to himself. He's wrapped the label around himself. The Census Bureau reported Tuesday, Americans are poorer under Bidenomics, and the president quickly changed the subject to blame Republicans for rising child poverty on his watch. Mr. Biden is trying to avoid the real story, which is that the Census Bureau says median household income adjusted for inflation fell last year by $1,750 to $74,580. It's down $3,670 from 2019 households in the fourth income quintile, those making $94,000 to $153,000, lost $4,600 in 2022 and $6,700 since 2019. Middle-class Americans who think they're losing ground are right. The reason is that inflation has outpaced the earnings growth from work. Real median earnings for full-time workers last year fell $3,620 for men, 
and $2,880 for women despite a tight labor market that has companies paying more to attract and keep workers. The female-to-male earnings gap declined to 16% from 18% in 2019, but mainly because inflation has eroded men's wages more than women's. Wages in industries with more female workers, such as healthcare and hospitality, rose faster than those with more male workers, such as manufacturing. Neither men nor women kept pace with the cost of living. I got a buddy of mine who texted me earlier today. Uh, He said, I just checked my salary in in 19 versus today. I make 10,000 more a year than I did in 2019, but because of cost of living, I actually make less. Thanks, Joe Biden. Thanks. This is the problem. And Joe Biden wrapped the label Bidenomics around himself. Now he's got to own it. He can't blame Republicans. Joe Biden caused the inflation. Donald Trump didn't have the inflation when he was president. It happened when Joe Biden and the Democrats controlled everything. They said it wouldn't. They said it was transitory. Remember that? Oh, it's not happening. Then, oh, it's happening, but it's transitory. It's still here. Almost four years into his administration, three years in, we still got this transitory inflation that starts to go down and then spikes again. And now he wants to blame Republicans for it? That's insane. Republicans had nothing to do with it. He's going to have to own it. He doesn't want to. Republicans, y'all, if we can get it right, if, if we can get the nomination right, there's such a story to tell where we won't be distracted by who do people hate more. We can focus on Biden and his policies. We can win this thing if we're not suicidal in the primary, and I'm afraid we are. I'm afraid we got people wanting to jump off the cliff, smash everything. Well, you smash everything. There's nothing left to protect you from Joe Biden. That's the problem. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.